The Tom Moore Effect by Mike Davis Marks, a short story for Silver Linings. A lot has been written in the media about Captain Tom Moore, or to bring it up to date, Captain Sir Thomas Moore. The Colonel is just an honorary title, you see. And this article is not intended to repeat what has already been said, but to examine the phenomenon about how a 99-year-old veteran approaching his 100th birthday managed to galvanise a nation and raise more than 32 million for the National Health Service UK charities. All at a time that this same nation and the world was desperately looking for something to cheer about during these desperate and challenging times. In degree, it was the degree of negativity being propagated by largely the mainstream media and the ever-increasing numbers of citizen journalists who freely give their opinions through the world of social media that for me was the catalyst for co-editing a book called Silver Linings. In the age of 24-hour news, where producers feel the need to fill the schedules, every item of news, important of otherwise, tends to get dissected to death. And there lies, therein lies the problem. A statement or new policy is made. It is discussed immediately, with a high degree of speculation and interpretation added to the actual words spoken. Experts are then found who disagree with the new statement or policy. As long as there are experts, there will always be those that disagree with others. It is the nature of expertise. Thereafter, a hunt will be carried out for somebody who is affected adversely by this new policy and, whether they represent the majority or more likely a tiny minority, they are hauled out into the limelight for a few moments. They are 15 minutes of fame. And that is the nub of the matter. This insatiable need to produce news and the sometimes minority views that has given more weight than it perhaps should leaves the silent majority just a little cold. So this is where Captain Sir Tom comes in. People like me are yearning to do or support something positive to offset this general gloom and doom, but aren't willing to become public figures. Tom is both an ordinary person, as he likes to think of himself, and an extraordinary one, in our eyes, but somehow he became a beacon of light in the gloom, someone to allow people like me to show that not all is bad. I wonder why. The backstory to this is rather ironic. Tom was an officer in the Duke of Wellington's regiment, and amongst other exploits, fought in the Burma campaign against the Japanese in the Second World War. His regiment was split into different constituent parts during the campaign, but all part of the 14th Army under the command of Field Marshal Bill Slim. The campaign didn't start well, and by May 1942, an exhausted and comprehensively defeated British Army had retreated across the Chinwin River and abandoned Burma to the victorious Japanese. This army, comprising a mixture of British, Indian and Burmese troops, lost 13,000 men in what was, at 900 miles over a five-month period, the longest retreat in British military history. Together with the defeat of France and the other European allies in 1940 and the toll of the U-Bait War in the Atlantic. It was the nadir of the war for Britain, despite the US joining in December 1941. British High Command were desperate to find some sort of victory on land, 
and it was at this point that Slim was appointed, and over the next three years, in one of the greatest feats of command and leadership in our history, he somehow turned impending defeat into victory. By May 1945, a revitalised and retrained British Indian 14th Army had inflicted on the Japanese their biggest land defeat of the war, and more of the enemy were killed there than anywhere else. It had successfully advanced down the length of Burma, across appalling terrain, overcoming Massoon, malaria, and unfeasibly overstretched lines of communication. Most importantly, the 14th Army outfought the Japanese Burma Area Army at every level. It was an astonishing example of courage, fortitude, and military excellence. Here, then, is the irony. The 14th Army felt ignored and forgotten by people at home, especially the press who rarely highlighted their experiences in that most pressing of conditions. So strong was the feeling that after the war, the men referred to themselves as the Forgotten Army or the Forgotten 14th. Captain Sir Tom is one of the last survivors of the Forgotten 14th Army, but in April of this year, 2020, is now probably our best-known living soldier. For his 100th birthday, Captain Sir Tom received well over 150,000 cards, in addition to the telegram from Her Majesty the Queen. He achieved a number one hit alongside Michael Ball's cover of Your Never Walk Alone and has been now knighted for his charitable service to the NHS, personally being nominated by the Prime Minister himself. So what was it about his efforts that caught the public imagination? Was it the wartime spirit so clearly demonstrated by this 99-year-old veteran? Or was it his humility and complete lack of any ego as he became more famous? Or did he simply provide something positive to focus on amidst all the gloom? People allegedly would rather watch his fundraising total go up rather than the more sombre numbers being reported daily? The answer is, surely, all of these and more. The simple fact is that he chose to do something rather than nothing. And it, at his age, despite being in an obviously vulnerable category, he got on in it without making a fuss. He inspired us, and the people saw him as epitomising how the British public should be acting during a crisis, and they loved him for it. So the old adage, bad news sells newspapers, is probably still true. And it applies as much in this digital world as before. There seems to be a natural tendency, fueled by the 24-hour news schedules, to question and challenge those in authority like never before. In many ways, it's good in a liberal democracy that those in charge are held accountable. But more often than not, the public is presented with a range of opinions, largely negative, from usually a minority of people who disagree with what is being said or done. I think that leadership is all about giving people hope and inspiration. And when that is not provided by our governors, or more likely the way it's reported in the media, then we seek other ways to find it. What Captain Sir Tom achieved was extraordinary in its own right, but the reason he exceeded every expectation was he provided an antidote to the negativity generally being presented at the time. In his own words, as he completed his hundredth lap, 
To all those people who are finding it difficult at the moment, he said, addressing a British public who had seen life turned upside down by the pandemic, the sun will shine on you again and the clouds will go away. Now, if that's not a silver lining, then what is?